We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. There's definitely some, I forget who it is, who... Um, is very confident in his goalkeeper selections. And he's like, I know exactly who I'm playing in goal this week. And he's like, really? <laughs> really? Are you a sage? Wow. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined by Jordan Cooper on this Monday to talk about this past weekend's Premier League slate. Jordan, how'd you do? I got out alive. That's two podcasts in a row that that's how you've described how you've done. Well, I mean, when, when you're when you're fading... Uh a high-owned goal scorer, and they score, and you still end up with a small profit. Uh, I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not. Like, I'm (laughs) I'm glad to get out alive. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Mo Salah uh, is that guy. Uh, Both of us faded him, and we kind of talked on Thursday about what to do if he was in with Milner and no Ox, with Ox and no Milner, with neither of them. We didn't talk a lot about what to do with both of them. And, of course, that's what happened. Um, I decided to fade them all. The only one I considered was Milner. Uh, you played Milner. And uh, you won. Although the guy that I picked instead of Milner almost matched him. So having no Liverpool didn't totally get me. Having no Salah and having James Ward-Prowse and a goalkeeper that had minus six points ultimately did me in. 
What made you decide to fade Salah with those guys? Well, just uh, just his price, just twelve thousand. I mean, he's going to have to put up twenty to hurt me. Uh, I mean, he did, but I mean, yeah. I managed to scrape enough points everywhere else uh, to to get over the the, the cash line in a, in a bunch of places. I mean, I was right on the, I was right on the bubble. I bubbled a lot of double ups. I won some head to heads. Uh, I mean, that's the main reason why I like playing more head to heads than just straight double ups. Uh, but I mean. If you look at a lot, a lot of the sharper players in in the in the DK lobby, I mean, a lot of them faded Salah as well. So I mean, it's like it Salah was high owned, but it wasn't it wasn't past people to fade Salah and then go balanced, uh, even even without like a guy like James Ward Prowse, which apparently uh, when when I don't roster him, he scores. he was just waiting for us to roster him to pull us back in. Um, yeah. That's exactly how I put it. Like Salah was decently owned, but he wasn't overwhelming. That you had no shot based on. No, no, he how was he overwhelming. Did. He he was overwhelming. Really? Okay. Seventy percent. I mean, over fifth. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking at even in like twenty three mans and thirty four mans, not just like the single entry. Yeah. But I mean, but I was finding. You're right. Seventy. You're right. Seventy percent owned. He he didn't. He put up a big score, but he didn't put up a score that was unbeatable. Yep. But he still put up enough for his bet. Like you, you could have jammed in uh, value plays and gotten and and been fine, and even been fine with with like playing Fabianski. Uh, yes, yep. I think the, ultimately the problem I had was when I built with Salah, I was ultimately coming down to having guys like Key or. Um, Emery Chan. I'm trying to think of all the guys I didn't consider who ended up okay. Is Kadero like there was? A, yeah, but they were in cash place to begin with. Like Key no, that's was, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like I was Key, basically having to play a non-cash player in my cash lineup to get Salah in, just the way that I was the other guys that I wanted, and that basically made me think I'm just going to try to make up the rest without Salah because it's not. I don't think it's worth it for me to end up you know with a center back or you know we lost out on charlie taylor because he didn't start so when i built everything else which unfortunately included james word prowse and his hefty salary uh it just it wasn't enough um right it just came, it just came down to risk tolerance like yeah. i i didn't want to risk my lineup on two more punty midfielder plays like i mean uh, I, I saw a person or two play like rajiv van lapara in yep. cash, I mean, I mean, he did great, but he was—he's a, a viable option on, on that slate with no Moy in and no Ince in. I mean, I—I I, I look towards Huddersfield going uh, Pritchard, Van Lepar, but I mean, I—I I don't want to have to rely on those people like James Ward Prowse. I have no problem relying on, even though he sucked. Yeah, I—I uh, I played Pritchard. I basically came down to Pritchard or Van Lepara, and it's like it's so annoying to get almost 15 points out of Pritchard and be disappointed with it because of how well Van Lepard. I mean, I, but you weren't going to play both of them. Oh, heavens I mean, no. It, heavens right. No. So, so, so you can't, you can't, you know, you can't kind of like bemoan that. I mean, the fact that Pritchard got that score, you should be happy. For oh, sure. Yeah. It was more bemoaning that I picked Pritchard instead of Van Lepard as opposed to, to both of them. But, uh, you ended up, I'll just go through the lineups. You had Pope, Simon Francis, Martin Olson, Milner, 
Ward Prowse, JBG, Gross, and Phillips. Um, I went Fabianski, Olsen, Cedric, Stanislas, Ward Prowse, JBG, Sigurdsson, and Pritchard. So they weren't like drastically different in terms of plays. One of the things that kind of grated on me was that I think I wrote up Simon Francis. I had Simon Francis in my lineup. And then I, when I decided to play Stanislas because Jordan Ibe was out, I was like, I, it seems weird to play. I really liked Burnmouth, but I was like, I don't know if I really want to play Stanislas and Francis. And of course, both of these combined for 22 crosses. <laughs> and Cedric had five points. But um, what made you go with Gross instead of either Sigurdsson or... He was probably the only one, actually. I can't think of who else was in that range. Home favorite. Home, I mean, it, it, when, it, when it comes down to it, I just go towards, like, when in doubt, like, you're looking for a favorite, you're looking at home. That'll be the tiebreaker, I guess. I mean, I mean, just like, like we said on, on Thursday, like, you you could have made 20 cash lineups yep. and looked at and said, okay, this ain't bad. I mean, this, this <laughs> these are floor players. Go Go for it. Uh, but really, the difference was, you know, the difference in price, obviously, between Gross and Sigurdsson, uh, and Sigurdsson being it's it, they're away underdog. I didn't, I, I don't think Watford's a great side, but you know, I saw a lot of people that played Gerard De La Feu, and I yep. really looking at Watford like there's so much vagary in their situation, and it being the late game, on top of it, that's like, am I going to fill a forward spot with De La Feu? I, I did see a couple of De La Feu Olibus combos that, like, you know, if then you could switch you could off switch, if yeah. you want, right? But still, then you you're playing two Watford players the same way that you don't want to play two Bournemouth players. Well, I'm saying you could have played Sigurdsson instead of De La Feu, and then you know, Kuko Martinez. Then you go all the way down. Yeah, but now you're going all the way, and that, that doesn't seem optimal. I'd rather take the short things I know in the 10 a.m. games. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. Is De La Feu worth that? Mu- I mean, come on. I mean, he was priced not. I mean, just a little bit lower than guys like Gross and Good Munson. I mean, really? what? what sixty five hundred? Is that what he? Was? Well, I mean, Sigurdsson was eighty three. That's a pretty yeah. But I'm not talking about I'm not talking about Sigurdsson. I'm talking about oh. Gross. I'm talking about uh, uh, yeah. De La Faye was six. Yeah, sixty five. I mean, Gross was seventy eight. So find cl- the money. I mean, like uh, I'd rather pay. I'd rather pay for the certainty. Or you play Stanislaus or something. I mean, I didn't. Uh, in cash, I mean, I played him in GPP, but like I said on on, on Thursday with Bournemouth, is like once it, the guy, I mean, yeah, I'm not being in makes it a little more clearer for Stanislaus. Probably Frazier doesn't take any, I mean, but he has, and Daniels is there, and then plus with their formation, uh, I mean, it was listed Bournemouth listed it as like a four four two formation, but who knows if it was going to play that way? So, I mean. I wasn't all that, you know, like if Francis could be a third center back, but probably not. I mean, with because the, then Frazier would have been playing on that side as a wing back. So it's like, okay, but I mean, it doesn't make me want to play Charlie Daniels anymore. Yeah. Like if I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to play, if I'm going to play Bournemouth, like the defender, it's going to be Francis. If I, if I believe that they're playing in that, in that style, because then they, they become the same. Just that you never play that you don't want to play Francis when in the back three. Yep. So I saw some people with Daniels. It's like yeah, Daniels would be great if they were playing a three four three for fifty three hundred. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I you, you had to go all the way up anyway. 
But I mean, to me, for, I mean, I locked in Francis. I mean, fur. I mean, it's like okay, forty four hundred. Charlie Taylor. I there's no cheap defenders that I really considered worthy of playing. I, and I didn't think many center, uh, defenders were worthy of paying up. So I'm just like, okay, Francis. And then I'm not playing since I'm fading Salah. I don't have to play a guy like Key. So I'll play Olsen. So I have one Swansea guy, and not I'm not stacking Swansea away for any <laughs> reason. And then you just look around and you go, okay, who who could I fill in this lineup with? And I have a, a you know multitude of choices. I I went to West Brom. Brom was home, uh, as a favorite. Huddersfield is not not a good side. Uh, I mean, but they they're both pretty bad. So Brunt's not in. I'm going to take Phillips. Yeah, you took him McLean over McLean. Was priced yeah. up. Not, not, I didn't. Ta- I I purposely did not take McLean because McLean was priced up. Uh, you can't guarantee he's going to be on like monopoly of set pieces. Uh-huh. And and Brunt's on the bench. And how many we we've seen it. You've seen you've, the, the story has played out before that McLean comes off at the half because if West Brom is even even up or down, like right? McLean's yeah, it almost doesn't even matter. <laughs> right, but I mean he's going to be the first one off. Like in an FA Cup game, he could play ninety minutes, no problem. But in a in a league match where I see where I see a fullback and a winger on his side available on the bench, I'm not going to pay up like McLean when he was 4,200. Yeah, sure, I would have played him, but 66 Phillips was cheaper. I'm like, I'll play Phillips. I mean, he has open play value in and of itself. I mean, I didn't get all that many points from him, but I mean, he still scored more than James Ward-Prowse. Yeah, I mean, I made up I, I made up all my points from from fading Salah. By one playing Milner, and not a lot of people did, and and getting enough points from my two defenders and my goalkeeper. I mean, Francis got what eleven and a half. Olsen had ten, I think, Almost eight, nine, yeah. something like that. And Pope put up seven. I mean, you could have played any goalkeeper with everyone giving up a goal. I mean, there was no no clean sheets. I mean, Carnizes, the late goalkeeper, right? Win and clean sheet, wasn't it? Right. That goes but, I'm, but I'm just yeah. saying, but on, on a slate with seven games, I mean, the ownership is going to be spread out. Yeah. That there was no, like, outlier, outlier. So, like, paying up for Carrius, like, that didn't do you much. You paid up for the same points that I would have gotten. The only thing that you shouldn't have done was probably taken Fabianski. Right. <laughs> Thanks. But that's what happens when you, hey, that's what happens when, if you go cheap, like, a lot of times it's not going to matter. But sometimes you can. Sometimes you give up four goals and you don't have any saves, and there you go. And you just hope to make up enough points everywhere else yep. that it's not going to matter that much. Yeah, you were obviously playing some... Milner for his eight-one tackles, right? Eh, it happens. <laughs> no, but I mean, but even if you take a look at the at the the three midfielders they put out, I mean, Milner's going to be a much more attacking role. Oh, sure, sure. Right. So I mean, like, and just to get any exposure, I'm looking at that range, going. Who else am I going to take? Well, what, I mean, I'm going to, am I going to take Gerard De La Feu, which I could have. I'm going to try to jam in Sigurdsson and then go and try to get a center back or something. I'm like, I'll just play Milner. He's on a favorite side with. Uh, it's possible he takes a lot more of the set pieces, if not all of them. Uh, why not? I mean, that's the correlation. I mean, from a floor perspective, the correlation of fading Salah. Like, if you're fading Salah and for him to hit like as negative of a score as possible, Salah would take none, no set pieces. So who would be taking them? 
It right. would be Milner. Milner. Or or Ox, but Ox is overpriced for I mean, I'm not paying eighty one hundred for Ox with all of them out there. I mean I'd barely I the only time I'd pay eighty one for Ox is if both Salah and Milner were not out there. Like he'd have right. to be in the front right. three with Mane and Firmino or something and then be like, Okay, well it's a cup game and like who else is gonna be doing anything? Yeah, I think that's I agree with that. Right, but I mean, I, I wasn't thrilled. By, I wasn't really thrilled. I wasn't looking to play Milner. It's like, oh, I got, I got to jam him in first. I mean, he was like the last guy in. Well, I think I would assume that the people who played him built their lineups and went, I don't have any Liverpool exposure. I should probably have some if they obviously were the 30-ish percent who didn't play Salah. And he's the easiest one at that point. Right, that's exactly yeah. what I thought. Yeah. But some people play multiple. Some people, you know, you play Salah and Milner. Yeah. Some people play and Ox. I mean, uh, to me, they're, they're not cash lineups. But but uh, to, to, just to echo uh, uh, some some talk in 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 our in our Slack, uh, I'm fearing. I'm not fair. I'm, I've already feared that EPL has become too much like the other leagues. In terms of just stacking the biggest favorite and yeah, like it, like, like yeah, some a lot of times it doesn't work out. I remember how about that FA Cup slate where where Wigan beat Man City, like, right? Good yep. luck, right? Although I if mean, you stack Brighton, you were probably okay. The second biggest on that slate, but I mean that, but that wasn't that slate. That was a different slate. It wasn't the same, or was it? I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't say no because I wouldn't. I would have played a Man City guy. Brighton were the biggest. Uh, whatever, whatever yeah. it was. I'm just saying we're, we're used to like La Liga where it's like Barcelona against the bottom uh, by any of 15 other teams and then pick a matchups. And it's like a lot of times you just you go, you, you got to take Messi. I mean, like, it's just like they're going to score five goals. This, I mean, like any of these games, they could score that many goals. And you see in, in France with PSG, Italy, Italy, maybe not so much. But Bayern, if you played Bundesliga, I mean, if there was DFS, where there's like a top team or two where as long as they're not playing like the other top team or two, like they're going to it's going to be a three and a half total and and a minus 500 favorite in any or more in all of their other games. Now, I think I think Italy's closer to Spain than than not. I mean, like if you would probably stack Napoli and. Juve to a lesser extent, mostly, you know, if they weren't on the same slate. I mean, it's the same as the Premier League. You know, you're not stacking Man City if you also have Liverpool and Chelsea as big favorites. Right, but what, what a lot of times, if you're playing, like, interleague, like, during the week or whatever, they only get one of those. Right. Like, it's a three-game right. slate, and it's, like, one huge favorite and two pickums, and it's just, like, well, how many players from this one team could I take? Uh, it's it doesn't It doesn't always work. I mean, like... It works less than you think it does. You just remember the times sure. that either it worked or you got burned because six goals got scored. So, like, but but from from a, a, a cognitive type of bias perspective, like, with EPL spreading out their games, like, even, like, next year it's going to be even more spread out, that we're going to get slates where, I mean, like, like, look at this slate. You go, well, Liverpool aren't Man City. But for this slate, they were essentially Man City. Yep. Like, I, I I, wouldn't have said that you're an idiot for just playing 
Salon Firmino. Like we play two Man City forwards, right? We kind of have the benefit, though, of Salah because he's on a few corners. Like, I don't, I think you're much more justified playing uh, De Bruyne and Aguero than you are Salah and Firmino. It just but seems who's like. Who's going to score? But who's going to score? I mean, you're still looking for, I mean, yeah, at these yep, prices. You're right. You still need goals. So, I mean, you're you're playing for Liverpool's going to score three-plus goals. So, you're going to take so you're gonna take whoever you think of the goal scorers, essentially. I mean, on Man City, we have much more clarity on set pieces. Like, Kevin De Bruyne is going to pretty much take most of them. Right? So, I mean, like, so it's, it, that's easy. And he also gets tons of assists. I mean, that's fine. Liverpool really don't have, you don't look at Milner as that. Right. You don't look at Ox as that. Right? You don't look at these guys as that. You're like, okay, it's 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 better than not. You look at Milner like we look at David Silva. Just so happens Liverpool doesn't have a Kevin De Bruyne, so it's like, eh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. Salah is more like Alexis Sanchez, but then you have Firmino who plays in centrally, and you go, well, he is higher than fifty percent chance of scoring this game, also. So yeah, why not just play both of them? Why? Why? Not, why? We look at all these other games and go, where are the goals? And they turned well, they were goals. But still, at the end of the day, Liverpool scores four goals, and as long if you played two or three of them, you were fine. It didn't matter who scored in the other games. I mean, look at look at the the, the Champions League with Bayern. It's like you didn't have to like that 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 was a slate four games, one humongous favorite with a three and a half plus total, and it just who cares who the players are? Just I'm going to take five of them. Just I, as as long as I get the five the goals that are in this game, it doesn't matter what happens in the other games. I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a different thing. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When you're looking for a credit card, get one that wins awards. The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card is NerdWallet's 2021 Best of Awards winner for Best 0% Intro APR and Balance Transfer Credit Card. It provides a great way to pay for large purchases over time, as well as consolidating other card balances. And speaking of award winners, the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card is NerdWallet's 2021 Best Credit Card for Dining Out or Ordering In. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. Get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. If you're into cashback or travel rewards, U.S. Bank has credit cards that feature those benefits, too. Check out their full suite of credit cards at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from VCUSA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Yeah, I think I still look at Liverpool a little differently In when you're like, I need Liverpool because they're a big favor. You like Salah is such the obvious first choice, whereas I, like I think the difference between Salah and let's call it Firmino if he's next is is bigger than De Bruyne and Aguero. Like I think you... You have an equal number of people who are, or maybe it's slightly in De Bruyne's favor, who will say, I'm going to play De Bruyne or I'm going to play Aguero. Like, I don't think this is a slate. Well, we saw it. Like, this isn't a slate. You didn't need to have a, a ton of Liverpool. But we tend to think if you need, you know, if, if the prices line up where you're picking one guy, if it's Liverpool, you're definitely picking Salah. And if it's Man City, you're picking either De Bruyne or Aguero. Like, Liverpool's a little easier. But yeah, but that's not what I'm comparing it to. You're comparing Liverpool to Man City. I'm not comparing them to to each other. I'm comparing them to the slate. No, I agree. I, I think if I think if Man City were on this slate instead of Liverpool, we would have had a, a long conversation about whether to take De Bruyne or Aguero. 
And but I don't. I, I'm not, so you're missing my point. I'm not saying that's the conversation. I'm saying that it's getting to the point that more times than it has been in the past, where the conversation is an or. The conversation is and, and it didn't matter. Like you took them, they scored. Who cares what happens in the other games? Right, but but I'm saying the the difference is that people will play. Like I think you'll see more De Bruyne Aguero lineups than you would ever see Salah Firmino lineups with True, the same but, odds but, and the same. You know, if you but, just but interchange I'm, them on this slate. What I'm saying is that maybe, maybe you you should you should see more of them. Oh, more Liverpool stacks. Or what? All I'm saying is that we have a lot of slates this this year in EPL that you'll. How many times have we done Thursday podcasts where it's like, well, there's one good game and a bunch of crap, yeah. crap, Brighton, Swansea, ugh, West Brom, Huddersfield, ugh, you know, all of this, ugh, and you don't even know who's going to win the ugh, and it's just, it's like just crappy matchups. Or we just talk about have, the low totals, <laughs> right, right, low totals, and then it's Tottenham. And then it's the Liverpool game. Then it's the Man City game. Then it's the Man United game or the Chelsea game. Like, as long as they're not playing each other, then it's like Chelsea home to Watford. And you go, well, this is the only game that has a total or and, and a big enough favorite that you're like, well, how do I play Willian and Murata? Yeah. Like, and it then you go, well, Murata, you, uh, Murata, you, you need more than, than another, you know, one goal is not going to matter from him. Uh, but yeah, but if he scores and, and I mean, out of the two players that you play or three players that you play, if you get double digit points out of all of them, then it doesn't matter. Like, well, you could have taken jo- uh, Berger Munson and Berger Munson had a good game for 12 and a half. It's like, yeah, but I got I got four goals out of this one game. Right. So who cares? And and you're like, well, just, just like with, with, with Bayern, where, where people played Coman or Mueller and and I mean they they play like five guys from the game. It, like it wasn't a matter of in like in and of themselves, Muller and Coleman were not the best cash plays in a vacuum by themselves. But if you just played if you played any if you just like I'm gonna play four Bayern guys and whatever fits fits. Like that was the strategy of because that's the game with all the goals. And if one of them doesn't, if one of them put up a th- like if you if you played Liverpool, uh this past late, and you said, I'm just going to take uh, Salah, Ox, and Milner, or Firmino and Milner, and you do that, you scored enough points. You're fine. Didn't matter. Didn't matter what happened in the Brighton game. Who, who, and like, uh, Firmino would have came out for, for, uh, like, like uh, a Gross or a JBG. Like, they didn't score. So, I got to go. I, I got points. I mean, you got enough points out of all of them combined that people, you know, you look at and you go, well, I'm just going to take three or four players from the big favorite team, high total, and then ride or die on that. Mm-hmm. Now, if if Liverpool wins one nothing, then you're screwed. You have too much. You have too much. They can't. They're not going to get enough points. But if these teams score three, four, five goals, like you got it covered. You don't. You don't have to worry. If if one. If hey, if one guy gets three of the goals. Like and two guys are only like at three or four points. You still probably have enough. I mean, right. you still probably have enough anyway. Uh, which is type of thing that you do. I mean, we used to do in like Champions League and Europa League type slates where it's one humongous the World Cup qualifiers. Same type of thing. We're just not used to it in e- in EPL. 
Like until this year, like last year wasn't that way. Like we ne- we never had a, a team like Man City, but I mean now it's like all the other teams are like that. All like like there's such a gap between like the top teams and everyone else that I I can't put it past people. I I still I play too conservatively to play this way. That when when I take a look at my head to heads and I see three or four Liverpool players in a lineup, going. How can I knock that not being a viable strategy other than it being risky? But you're, gar- you're, you're kind of, you're kind of basically saying like, I think Liverpool is going to score three or four and I got enough exposure that, you know, try to run me down. They yeah. don't have to worry about any of the other games while we tend to play uh, or most actually probably most people tend to play in the, you know, trying to find the floor points in as many of the games as possible. So we don't have to rely on like one single instance of a result. Do you think- I think over the I think over the long run that's that's the more profitable way to play. I think you'll your swings will be higher the other way. I just don't I just don't think that although you could call Liverpool getting four goals even if you take three or four of the usual suspects I mean other people could show up goals. I mean you probably didn't have Emery Chan. I mean like like that's the type of thing. You get a Joel Matip goal on a header or an own goal. And yes, they still score four goals, but Salah has one and Mane and Firmino are sitting there with three points. And Milner has five and a half from his seven crosses. And then while everyone else, you know, has 10 from Stanislas and 12 from Gross and and that type of stuff. They go over the long run. That's probably more profitable, but on a on but on on given slates like this, I I can't say that it's not viable when you have one. When out of all these games, that's the only game with a high total and a big favorite. You just go stack it, and whatever. Over the past week, I mean Barcelona. You talk. I'm just going to take Messi and Suarez, like both in cash, on a slate with other teams. Yeah, well that it didn't matter. Yeah, it's seventy. <laughs> they scored all the half. goals, right? That's the point that I'm making. It's yeah. like, do you think you'll change the way you play because of it? No, no, of course not. I, like I said, I still don't think that's that's. I think that has become more viable, and I'm using the term viable, meaning that uh, it's not a bad play, but I don't think it's the optimal play. Uh, more viable than it than it used to be, but still not the most profitable. It used to be you go two years. I'm I'm talking about even after they went to the eight man roster and three quarter point crosses. Uh, that you no, know, that was like what two years ago or something. Yeah, I think so. Like like we'd look at people that are like like that would play like Aguero and Lukaku together in a cash lineup instead of like Sigurdsson and Pyatt or something like that, and go. These are bad cash players. Like you're playing two goal-dependent forwards when you have other options, and typically they lose. Right. But now, but but none. Man, uh, Lukaku was on Everton, and Everton was never that big of a favorite. And you know, Aguero, Man City, Man City wasn't even that big of a favorite. If it was, unless it was a relegation candidate, Man City versus uh, uh, Crystal Palace. I mean, Man City would be favored, but it wouldn't be a minus seven hundred favorite. Right. Right, so you did. You still look at yeah, Aguero has the highest goal scoring odds at like fifty seven percent. It's like, well, that isn't a sure thing enough to pay ten k for. So then you start looking elsewhere and you start playing all the four floor players. 
Now we're looking at goal scoring odds where it's 65-70%. But even even but it's all in comparison to the slate. Like you could take a look at this this past slate and go, well, Salah's goal scoring odds were were not much past 50%. It's like, well, in comparison to the rest of the slate, I mean, right, when not, everyone else is ban- 32 and under. Right. I'm not banking on the Glenn Murray brace. No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> right? I'm not. That's going to happen. You play it at GPP, but, I mean, I'm not playing that in cash. But, I mean, I think these plays are, are, are much more viable than they used to be. Before, like, two years ago, I'd say, like, you, you can't play the. You could. Fa- uh, two years ago, you could fade Kane every slate and be profitable because he's not going to score. That much for the context of the slates that you can't make up. Like when he does score a brace, you could still win because they're not favored enough that you could find other points everywhere on a slate that's four or five games. But then we have now now you have guys like that scoring hat tricks in those situations going like, how do you fade that? you like, you have to, (laughs) you have to take that just, just to block at some point. I mean, this isn't a complaint. I'm just, I'm just pointing out a strategic difference that main that I still don't think is like, oh, we need to change our whole strategy. I'm just saying that it, that it's it's less uh, to put it to put it uh, like a maybe blunter, like it's less fishy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm insinuating that I still think that is a bad way to play cash, but it's not as bad as it used to be. And it can be viable. I mean, when, when, when you have teams like that are minus 1,200 favorites and stuff, and you're like, and it's a five total, you know, like four, four and a half, and you're like, well, how do I get four guys? Like, yeah, that, those are the extreme situations. But I don't view minus, like, I didn't even view Liverpool's situation against West Ham to be one of those situations. Like, yeah, Liverpool could win 3 nothing, but, I mean, like, I'm not expecting a complete and utter rout. Right. At minus whatever they were minus like one four fifty or something, which in comparison to the rest of the slate was heavy, but in a vacuum isn't all that heavy, right? Right. Hmm. I think one of the other things is it just seems like floors of guys like Kane and Aguero are higher than they, and they, they aren't. Well, Kane is shooting a little more, and maybe it's just because he's scoring so often this year that. I think his floor is better than it is. And it doesn't really apply to that many guys, but it does seem like guys like Kane and Aguero, even without their goals, you could maybe make the case for them in cash. Usually, I guess not usually with their prices, but it seems like the the idea of playing Kane without a goal isn't as crazy as it used to be. Well, because he has a shot floor. That's but also, I, mean. I think... I also think this year a lot a lot more of the scoring has been condensed through these players. Yeah, I, I I maybe I mean it could just be something that you know a bias that it's not happening any differently than it did the past two seasons, but it just seems like this season like if Dalton is going to score it's going to be it, it's going to be Kane if if Man City going to score it's going to be Aguero. I mean yeah you'll see other people with goals but it wasn't. As spread out as it, I mean, I rem- remember playing, you know, you'd, 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 you'd like, well, yeah, I think Tottenham's going to score, but I mean, you'll see Deli Ali show up with a yep. brace. And I mean, I'm not saying like once every three months, I'm talking about like, he'd score three goals in a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it would be he hit like triple the goals that he has last year than he did this year. 
Right, and you see Erickson, Son would score, and then Kane would be sitting there with his one, with, with a goal. They'd win 4 nothing, and be like, okay. But if that, now if you say, tell me Tottenham wins 4 nothing, it's like, well, Kane must have had a hat trick. Right, yeah. <laughs> right? Same for Man City. You go, Man City won 4 nothing. Like, I guess Sterling has had goals. I mean, earlier in the season more than now. But, I mean, if you said Man City win 4 nothing, most likely it's not like, well, Otamendi had one, and Fernandinho had one, and Silva, and KDB. Like, spread is like, no, Aguero probably had at least one, if not two, or maybe three. Mm-hmm. And you go that way. But even on the other teams, you go Brighton scores. You go, well, show me Glenn Murray. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, but look, I mean really, I know, take I a know. look. Uh, the same, same, I mean... <laughs> You're not saying, like, I mean, that's why I played Callum Wilson in GPP. Like, Bournemouth is going to score, and it's going to be Callum Wilson. It's mm-hmm. going to be, mm-hmm. it wasn't, but whatever. You weren't With on Dwight Dan Gosling? You, no. didn't, you didn't play him in Yeah, the, the good the good old uh, GPP combo of uh, Dwight Gale and Glenn Murray. <laughs> like, like where where are we playing? Is, is this like, <laughs> is this like lower division? Like, right. I mean, this is like championship side, like... That that's a great. Two years ago, you'd be playing that in an interleague. Yeah, on a Friday. Like, yeah, Friday afternoon. Right, right. That's like, really. Ugh. Ugh. God, I hate it. But you get, but you get it. What I'm saying is sure. that I mean, we, we're used, but we're, we're used to that in the other leagues. Like it's it, that why we say like if Bark is Barca's a big favorite. It's like yeah, well, you take Messi. Like just 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 take him. Just, don't don't worry about it. Yeah, but look at his price. He's $18 million. Like, doesn't matter. He's making value. It doesn't matter. They're scoring seven goals this game. Mm-hmm. Like, they're playing Girona or something like that. I saw the other, the other day. It's like, I wasn't even playing the slate. I don't even know the prices. But it's like, once they, you know, Barcelona against Girona, and then the other game was like Inter versus, I don't give a sh- It doesn't matter. Like, Barcelona's playing at, what, they're playing at home against, like, the 20th place team or 18th? I mean, Girona's not a, I mean, they're at the bottom. Yeah. Somewhere. They were just promoted right? this year, yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like this is our and I is Barcelona playing their starters? Yeah, like, like, just take Messi. Like you play Suarez and you play Suarez in GPP. I mean, I could see not playing him in cash, but it depends on the slate. But it's just like I don't care what the price is. It's, it's like an Italian league game. Like that, that that's what I'm saying. It, it every game it feels like there's one game on every slate that feels that way. Of like, well, this is going to be a route, but it, we're not used to then EPL. I think until this year. Yeah. Yeah. There was a conversation in the Slack chat during that Saturday interleague slate when someone was like, oh, yeah, I liked Inter more than Barca. And it was like, there, there can't be a possible justification for that. And they were both like overwhelming favorites. It was like, right, I went at Cardi. Because Inter was playing Benevento, who's basically Girona. For, They're Girona. I mean, yeah. It's the same, right. It's the same thing. But I mean, the, the difference, no offense to maybe people that, that like Serie A, uh, the difference between the top of La Liga and the bottom of La Liga is way bigger than the top of Syria and the bottom of Syria. For sure. Like Juve versus, I mean, I'm, they're, they're, it's it's not the same style of soccer. Like I think that's to me, I think that's more of the reason. Yeah, I think that's fair. That yes, Juventus, you know, the top the top of Syria will destroy the bottom of Syria three nothing. Right. The, the top of La Liga will destroy the bottom of La Liga eight to one. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you and not l- even get the clean sheet. I mean, they give up a goal. Yeah. I mean, you, I just look now, like I'm looking at the tables, like 
Inter has scored 42 goals in 26 games, like 42. And Barcelona have played one less game and they've scored 68 goals this year. And it's like, right. It, forget about who's winning or losing. They're both going to win easily. Who's going to score eight goals? Who's going to score five goals? Barcelona. Right. You meant to say scoring five. Right. Napoli, Napoli may. I could see that. That's a type of team that could come in and, and win six nothing. But it's it's team oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Napoli scored six on Benevento earlier this year. Right. See that, that that's what that's what I'm talking Nailed about. <laughs> right. But I don't think it changes any any from from a cash perspective. I still don't think it changes as much. I mean, we we've we've seen it this year. It's not like we're not talking about that type of well playing we we we've been we've been lamenting over it. We've been complaining about it for the for, for the whole season of oh we gotta play a goal dependent striker in cash. But like man like gotta play Aguero. Like like when do we start playing these people in cash to score goals? Yeah. At ten K. That's yeah, there it is. <laughs> right. We're playing Kane, we're playing Aguero. When did this when did this happen? So I mean it's not like we're not doing it, but it's starting to seep into every other every slate now. Yeah. It's like, <clears> well, you got to play Salah. It's like, come on, you don't got to play. Like, that's why I used to look at it. I look at all the floor plays and everywhere everywhere else going, you, you don't have to play Salah at 12K. And you didn't have, true, you didn't have to, but it was hard if you didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It got to the, it got right there, right, right to the line. You got to be like really good at all your other spots. Uh, and, and you, you were fine uh, past the cash line, but. I mean, I don't know what happened on the Sunday slate or whatever, but I mean, I mean, Kane scored, right? He eventually did. Yeah, it was an Erickson day. He's back on all set pieces, it seems. Right. So uh, finally, we're back on the play. Right. Just give, give me some certainty places. I I don't I don't care what the price like the like the pricing this past slate was was was. I mean, it was efficient. It was right. I can't knock it. It was right. It was right. Right. I may hate it as as a sharper player, but I mean it 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 kind of sucks the edge out of it. I mean uh, the edge from the the, the bottom of right, the right. the user pool. I mean it, it it basically it sucks the edge out of people that don't know. I mean the real bottom of the twenty, like yeah, when, when you're missing value plays for yeah right. But when everything is priced efficiently, it's kind of like. It's the, the the quote skill comes in going, uh, who do you think is going to do better, uh, Matt Phillips or Jared Delafeu? Right, like, and that's right. those are the decisions. Like that's that's all it is. But there's nothing. You don't look at the pricing and going, well, there's a big inefficiency here. Like no, there were there's, there's no big efficiency. Yeah. No, yep. there's no efficiency. There's no, there's no any type. I mean, we're we're doing the opposite. We're looking at these prices, going, am I really paying this much for this guy? Yeah. You know who the inefficient guy was? James Ward-Prowse. <laughs> Right, right. He should be sixty six hundred. Right, and then we all look. I remember we're we're all playing Matt Ritchie at eighty eight hundred. We look at him at sixty two hundred and go, "How could you?" We're like, "No way! <laughs> How could you think of this guy? What are you nuts?" It's because he doesn't score. Is he's not James Ward Aguero scoring goals for fun? Yeah, but we didn't need him to score. Well, I I, I even said in the chat, it's like a, a lot of times when when you do take uh, set piece takers. Is that you? Like, they have the opportunity to have the highest floors, right? Yep. They don't have the highest floors. They just have the opportunity. 
That's why looking in the combination of set pieces and open play value, which James Ward Prowse has open play value also, just didn't happen to use it. Uh, not just for <laughs> goals. I'm just saying he would yeah, play yeah. wide. I mean, he crosses an open play. I mean, he does stuff. Uh, but as far as set pieces, it really is all, how many fouls are going to be won, how many corners are going to be won. You know, match flow, obviously. So you take a look. I mean, that's why kind of we, we talk about, like, in certain teams where, like, if you have a minute, like, when you take uh, Berger Munson, it's like you're taking his open play value plus whatever Burnley earns. Like, you're taking Burnley set pieces. So, like, depending on who they're playing, like, how much are they going to be worth? That's why it's like when you take key, it's like, he has limited open play value, so you're basically taking Swansea set pieces. Right. Are they going to get as many? Right. Now, against Brighton, they did. I mean, that game was much more open than you would think for Brighton-Swansea. For, <laughs> yeah. Right. But that's the type of thing that, that I mean, that's what we, we talk about when it comes to set pieces and floors and all that type of thing where, like, it's just not a matter like. Yes, I played James Ward Prowse at 8,700. A lot of people didn't. Uh, but against Burnley, who has no problem absorbing attack, I'm like, I'll take my 10 points. Yep. Just like you already slotted in your two Jordan Ibe goals. <sighs> See, I got I bailed out my, my, my ironic guaranteed goal because he didn't even play. I don't know what Eddie Howe was thinking, benching a guy with two guaranteed goals. Right. And then there's goalkeeper, and then you could do whatever you want. Right. Even though, for some reason, half the, half the conversation in the Slack sometimes is what goalkeeper to take. It is kind of amazing. We tend to have the exact same conversations, and they always end up with the same responses of, like, whoever fits. And they're like, I, there's definitely some, I forget who it is, who um, is very confident in his goalkeeper selections. And he's like, I know exactly who I'm playing in goal this week. And it's like, really? <laughs> really? Are you a sage? Wow. I just, I've never felt confident never about felt, a goalie. I've never felt confident ever at goalkeeper. Yeah. I've felt confident about Dave, David De Gea. But they're very rarely slates where I'm like, yeah, I have 6,600 for a goalkeeper. Sure. Let me just fade De Bruyne, then. Aguero, Salah, and Kane. Right. Sure. What could go wrong? The only time I feel confident with a goalkeeper is like, Am I going to just play the backup against zero points? Yeah, right, right, right. I'm confident I'm not going to lose this head to head yep. now. Yep. And then he subs in, and you're like, oh, God. Right, please. All right. If anyone has any follow up questions, you can find Jordan on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. As we mentioned, we're also available in the Rotowire Slack chat, which is open for all subscribers. Just uh, feel free to contact me if you'd like to get in. And Jordan, I will talk to you later this week to talk about. What goal-dependent players were playing in cash next Saturday? I can't wait. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com/soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.